1: And welcome to the January installment of Community Focus, presented by the Friends of MCTV. I'm your host, John McPeak. Every month, the program features news about upcoming activities in the greater Midland area. This month, our guests include folks from the Midland County Foster Closet Program, AARP Foundation Tax Aid, Midland Firefighters Youth Foundation, and the City of Midland Parks and Recreation Department. Joining us today to lead off our program, our guests Umberine Jamil and Nancy Wolannon with the Midland County Foster Closet Program. Ladies, welcome to Community Focus. Thank, Thank you. you for having us. Umberine, what is the mission of the Midland County Foster Closet Program?
2: So the Midland County Foster Closet Program is um, committed to serving children that have been placed in the foster care system in Midland County, mm-hmm. as well as helping those children that have been placed with their families, court-ordered placements. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a nonprofit organization. Um, it was created uh, with the help of the Midland Area Interfaith Group. Um, it's run 100% by volunteers. We serve children um, all the way from infancy to 18 years of age.
1: Well, Nancy. What does the foster closet program do? How do you do it?
3: I'd be glad to share that. Actually, what happens is um, foster parents and court-ordered family placement guardians call a number that I'll share at the end of the segment and when they call me I first make sure that they qualify for our service and then after that they tell me the ages and the gender of the children that they have in their care and the sizes and what they need and then I um, make an appointment with them and after that I go and to the foster closet to see if we have what they need. Mm -hmm. If we don't, we use the donations that are given to us to purchase the things that we don't. And then they come to the foster closet, they come to Holy Family Episcopal Church, which gives us um, free space. And um, we give them the things that they need. The older kids have to try everything on to make sure that it, it fits and we don't need to change sizes. And then we also have a satellite site at Church of the Brethren. And at Church of the Brethren, we keep winter coats and extra things so that we can replenish what we use at the main closet. And then at that time, they try the things on and they take everything home. They get free underwear, they get free um, new socks, they get um, coats if they need coats, they get um, at least two new outfits, a homemade blanket, a homemade pillowcase, and as many used clothes as they think that they need for free.
1: And this is all for uh, each, it would be seasonal in style, especially for the older children so that they're... they're, uh a, among their peers when they go to school.
3: Absolutely and they can come back seasonally or as their sizes change in the case of for example um, toddlers and babies mm-hmm. when they change sizes they just come back for
1: a bigger size. Now how is the program supported financially?
2: So uh, I guess you can put the fi- uh, the contributions into two categories. We get financial contributions so um, you'd be amazed at how generous people are in Midland County so we have individuals sending checks to us we apply for grants as well locally through the Midland Area Community Foundation or other organizations Mm -hmm. churches so we have received grants Um, and then the other huge part of our uh, the contribution comes from people donating gently used goods to us so that's good because we always have a stock of something and then the the monetary contribution is important because if we don't have something, we have the money to go buy what we might need, like a car seat or a stroller,
1: mm-hmm. big ticket items like that. What does the program need now? as
2: we speak. So monetary contributions is always welcome, Mm -hmm. only because that's like a cushion that we can fall back on, like I said. So um, we we always accept monetary contributions. We always need volunteers, people that can help us sort stuff, organize stuff, um, deliver stuff, whatever needs to be done within the closet. Um, In terms of gently used items, we have so much right now. So although we have two sites that Nancy mentioned, Holy Family and Church of the Brethren, space is still an issue because we have Mm -hmm. so much. So we constantly update our website. Uh, When we need certain gently used items, we'll put it up on our website so people can check that to see what what else we're looking for.
1: So how do foster parents or the folks who want to donate money or time contact the foster closet? You mentioned the phone number earlier, Nancy.
3: Absolutely. Um, We have a track phone for the foster closet, and that number is 989-600-8018. And we also have a website, and it's wwwhttps com.
1: And that's the best way to get more information yes, about the foster absolutely. closet. Yes, absolutely. Well, I'm and Nancy, thank you for appearing on Community Focus and educating us about the Midland County Foster Closet Program. Our next guests are from the AARP Foundation Tax Aid Program with information on how, when, and where you can receive help with filling out your 2018 tax forms. We covered everything, ladies. This is Community Focus, a presentation of the Friends of MCTV. Our guests in this segment are Renita Bonadies, the Site Coordinator for the Midland AARP Foundation Tax Aid Program, and Darcy Wilson, the District 24 Coordinator. Welcome to the program. Thank, Thank you. you. Renita, tell us about the Tax Aid Program and who your usual clients are.
4: The Tax Aid Program is an AARP Foundation service and it's done in conjunction with the IRS and that's their tax counseling for the elderly. Mm. This is a free volunteer tax assistance and preparation service available to taxpayers with low income. And we do have an emphasis on seniors in the community to provide this service, and we will do basic tax returns for them.
1: Well, Okay, a basic tax return. So what do the tax aid counselors actually do for your clients?
4: Well, they are trained to assist in filing the 1040 tax form and basic schedules for both the federal and the state. And online filing ensures that they get a more accurate tax return and a faster processing of tax refunds. And we would like to help our clients by helping them to get their homestead credit property tax and that does include a renter's credit as well and their heat credits Mm -hmm. and also if they have earned income credit. So we will process all of those for those that are qualified. And there was a change in 2018 to our Michigan tax law that will allow more people to receive uh, property tax credit this year. So it's important that people check back in and find out if they may have qualified this year.
1: That's good news. In order for the counselors to complete the tax forms, what information is needed uh, from each client?
5: Each taxpayer needs to bring a photo ID and a social security card. And for the photo ID, we usually take the Michigan driver's license. If they don't have a driver's license, they can go to the Secretary of State's office and get a photo ID taken. And it's usually free to seniors, and there's a nominal fee to other taxpayers. We also like them to bring in their prior year's tax return, whether we prepared it or they prepared it themselves property tax bills they need to bring in their 2018 summer and winter tax bill whether Mm -hmm. they paid it or not for home heating costs they need to bring in usually their consumers bill which either their December 2018 or their January 2019 bill or if they heat with propane they need to bring in their home or their propane bills If they are employed we need them to bring in their w-2 forms from each employer and if they get social security we need a copy of their social security statement they also need to bring in any 1099 r forms they've received these could be 1099 dividend statements 1099 interest statements 1099 r statements or even a 1099 miscellaneous statement Mm -hmm. we also need statements from brokers if they have investments and these usually don't get mailed out to mid or late February so we ask those clients to book an appointment not till March or April to make sure they have those statements. We also need Social Security cards for any dependents that they're listing on their tax return and if they've received a 1095 medical form we'd like to see that as well and also in general any other documentation they have to support any income they've
4: had.
1: Well, is an appointment is an appointment needed in order to have one return prepared. Appointments are strongly recommended.
4: We would prefer that people begin making those appointments um, January 2nd we will begin making those and there is a phone number they can call which is 989-832-7937 and then press 6. And we also have the ability for them to send in an email, and that can go to taxhelp at greatermidland.org. And that is actually the best method because all you need to do is include a name and phone number, and we will contact mm-hmm. the clients back. We do, however, allow a limited number of walk ins, and those are going to be available on Thursday and Friday this year. So those will be the first come, first serve in the morning and we will take those till about 10.30, maybe about a limit of 15 in the morning sessions.
1: What are the locations, the days and the hours that the service is provided?
4: They are at the Greater Midland Community Center in the Barstow Ships Senior Area. We have appointments Thursdays and Fridays beginning February 7th through April 12th this year, and those are from 8.30 to 3.30. We also are providing for those individuals that are unable to leave work during the day. We have two evening sessions this year and those will be March 7th and 21st and those appointments are from 5 to 7 30. And we would like the clients to come in about 15 minutes early in order to sign in and get their registration information together and fill out their IRS intake form and then a tax counselor will come and take them into the computer room to prepare their return and they will each be sent home with a copy of their return, all of their paperwork, and all of this is provided for free.
1: You also have a second location uh, for somewhere at Colson, Col- in Coleman.
5: Yes, we also do tax returns at the Coleman Library, and this is available in Coleman on Tuesdays from February nineteenth through April second, and appointments um, must be made. And they run from nine fifteen in the morning on those days till approximately three p.m. We also, again, offer one Saturday session Mm -hmm. on March 23rd from 8.30 till noon for those that are working or unable to get there on Tuesdays. You can call the Coleman Library at 989-465-6398.
1: And how can our viewers find more information about any of these items that we've discussed, including the places, times, hours, and so on?
4: There is information on the Greater Midland Community Center website that Mm will give them information about our service that we provide there. And again, to actually make the appointments, they just need to call the 989-832-7937 and press 6 and we will get back with you to schedule those appointments. And then also the email, taxhelp at greatermidland.org. And the biggest thing is just to make sure that the clients bring in all the materials they need to and a copy of last year's tax return so that we can help them and get it all done in
1: one visit. Well, thank you, Renita. Thank you, Darcy, for that update on the Midland AARP Foundation tax aid program. In our next segment, we will learn about a fundraiser for the Midland Firefighters Youth Foundation.
0: local public access facility gives you the opportunity to engage your community with your own television show. The content on our Community Voices channel ranges from talk shows, variety hours, and non-profit informational specials. With the power of video continuing to gain steam, there's no better facility to produce your own content. Check out the City of Midland website or give us a call for more information. The sooner you do, the sooner you can make your own show.
1: I'm John McBeak and this is Community Focus, presented by the Friends of MCTV. In this third segment, our guest is Max Coplin, the treasurer of the Midland Firefighters Youth Foundation and the planning organizer for their 2019 charity ball. Welcome to Community Focus.
6: Thank you for having me, John. Max,
1: tell us about the Midland (coughs) Firefighters Youth Foundation. What's the organizational structure? What does the foundation do?
6: So the Midland Firefighters Youth Foundation is made up of City of Midland Firefighters. Mm -hmm. We're the charitable arm of the Midland Professional Firefighters Local 1315 here in town. The Youth Foundation supports and sponsors local youth groups, not just sports teams, but school clubs, um, individuals that are looking to go to summer camps and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, We're also not limited to just the city. Um, We primarily cover Midland County as a whole. So, um, you know, our motto is children are great imitators, so give them something great to imitate. And we really believe that given the right amount of help with, support, you know, financial support and things like that, we can really do a lot to mm-hmm. help out the kids in the area.
1: You also award scholarships?
6: That's correct. Uh, this year we have started the Greg Schmidt and Rodney Sweet Memorial Scholarship Program, mm-hmm. which is designed to award two $1,000 scholarships to high school or college-age students who reside in the Midland, Bay, Gladwin, or Saginaw counties who are pursuing a degree in fire science or EMS, or a degree or a certificate program.
1: How are these activities funded?
6: So, primarily, uh, everything that we do is funded through our annual charity ball fundraiser, Mm -hmm. which has been going on. um, We started it back up in 2015. Um, Other than that, we have smaller little year-round fundraisers fundraisers and things we have t-shirts that are always for sale Um, every now and then we'll we'll try to do other things in town just to try to get the word out Mm -hmm. but all the money that we raise goes back to this group
1: and the fundraiser you have is coming up in january tell us about that
6: all right so on the 26th of january which is the last saturday of the month we are hosting our 2019 charity well fundraiser and so the money that we're raising like i said goes to back directly towards the youth foundation um, we're having a dj uh, the entertainment's provided by nightlife entertainment um, decorations are being provided by magical i do's um, we're going to be having a silent auction there's going to be dinner dancing um, you know it's going to be nothing but a, a good old time a good fun time and uh, we're also going to be re- honoring our three most recent retirees uh, we're going to be honoring Greg Weisbarth and John Drolley, and also in memoriam uh, Greg Schmidt, who unfortunately passed away this past summer. Tickets are $65 each, and we have a limit of $250.
1: Mm-hmm.
6: Um, the best way to purchase those tickets, if you're interested, is you can contact uh, firefighters who work in town here or at any one of the three stations, or you can go to our website at www.mffyf.org, and there's a link there to our um, the, the place where you can purchase tickets.
1: Now, do, you must have some supporting sponsors, but are you still in need of sponsors?
6: That is correct. Um, currently, we have 14 sponsors, mm-hmm. mostly um, local, but we have some from, I would say, the Great Lakes Bay region, um, and so we're always looking for places that are interested in supporting us. The sponsorships go towards offsetting the cost of the night, Excuse me, um, and we have three levels. We have a one hundred to two hundred and a five hundred level mm-hmm. dollar levels. Um, if if anybody is interested, they can contact us through the website. Find us on Facebook. Ask us some more. Ask us for more information, and I'd be happy to give it to them.
1: Can you give us an idea of some of the items you already know about that will be in the silent auction?
6: Sure. Um, like I said, as of today, uh, we have sixty nine donors, all within the Great Lakes Bay region. Um, they've the gifts for the silent auction vary from anything from gift baskets mm-hmm. that are specific to the business um, freshly baked goods we have a six bottle uh, wine tasting pack that's going to be available there's actually two of those provided by wines from humanity um, there is a photo shoot that's going to be mm-hmm. one of the silent auction items we also have um, skin care makeup and then a gentleman down in Dearborn is making us another fire hose flag. we've had. This is going to be the fourth year that he's done it for us, and he's helped us out a whole bunch. Uh, he's a, actually, he's a Dearborn firefighter.
1: Are you still accepting items for the silent auction?
6: We are. Um, we are accepting items pretty much until about two weeks beforehand. Mm-hmm. If any place is interested, though, um, like I said, please get a hold of us, and we'd be happy to at least talk and see what we can work out.
1: So how can someone contact the Firefighters Youth Foundation to get their tickets to, to become a sponsor or to donate items for the charity ball?
6: OK, well, the, um, if they're interested in contacting us for the donation or sponsorship, email is the easiest way. The email is Foundation at gmail.com. That can be found on our website mm-hmm. if they're interested. Once again, our website is www.mffyf.org. Um, Other than that, you can also find us on Facebook. There is a Facebook event for this Mm -hmm. um, charity ball that we're having. It is a public event. It's open to anyone that wants to come. I would encourage everybody to at least check it out. If you have any questions, feel free to message us.
1: Very good. Max, thank you for appearing on Community Focus. Thank you, John. Keep us informed about the Midland Firefighters Youth Foundation and your fundraiser on January 26th. I definitely will. In our final segment today, we will hear about the City of Midland Parks and Recreation programs and activities that are available this winter.
0: Hey Midland, it's Kevin with MGTV, giving you the scoop on things you may have missed in your own backyard. With winter conditions favorable, Midland City Forest is ready for sledders to flock to the sledding hill and skiers to head down one of the many frequently groomed trails. With the inclusion of an ice skating rink, toboggan runs, the City Forest Chalet, and options to run equipment, Midland City Forest is a supreme place for winter fun in the Great Lakes Bay Region. For more information on winter fun at Midland City Forest or for updated City Forest hours, visit the City's website at cityofmidlandmi.gov.
1: For this final segment of Community Focus presented by the Friends of MCTV, we welcome Marcy Post, the Recreation Manager of the City of Midland, to tell us what is happening this winter at the City Forest. Uh, Marcia, what are the winter recreation opportunities available there at the City Forest?
7: So at City Forest, we're most well-known for the toboggan runs. We have Mm -hmm. four runs. Each are about a tenth of a mile in length, and they're hand-packed ice toboggan runs, the only ones that we know of in the state that are what we call old school. Mm -hmm. Um, In addition to that, we have sledding, which is very, very popular. It's a lighted sled hill, so people can sled even after City Forest is closed because we are ultimately a public park. We have skiing, we have about seven miles of cross-country skiing, and we have an option for not only the classic rental, but also the skate skis Mm -hmm. that we uh, maintain there at the office, and then also ice skating and snowshoeing. So we've got a variety of events happening out at City Forest on any given day that we're open.
1: Back to the toboggan runs. Can someone uh, grab the family toboggan and head out there and use that, or
7: absolutely not. Okay. Um, they have to use our toboggan runs. Our toboggans are actually uh, amusement park rides by the state of Michigan, so mm-hmm. that we have they have to use our maintained toboggans.
1: And they are available for rental for work?
7: rental when the city forest is open. So typically that's going to happen on Friday afternoons from four to nine, on Saturdays from ten to nine, and on Sundays from noon to six, and that will vary with Midland Public School holiday hours and. Mm-hmm professional development days, as well as days off from school because of snow.
1: And you mentioned the lighted groom or, uh, sledding hill, but that's also a groomed hill, so it's sledding only on that hill. Sledding
7: only, no steel runner sleds, no skis, no toboggans, and no snowboards.
1: And that is, uh, the snow there is augmented with the artificial snow. It
7: is, we do make our own snow. The temperature has to be between roughly 15 and 17 degrees, and the humidity has to be just right. We haven't yet seen temperatures that will allow for us to create snow, a little bit, but not mm-hmm. not the optimal level. Uh, but as soon as we're able to do that, we'll start making snow day and night, so that we can at least get use of the sled hill during the winter months.
1: So uh, toboggans are available for rent. Uh, uh, sleds. Are, Everything
7: is, to, is is available, available for, for rent. rent yep, yep it, even um, snowshoes. We have a very small fleet of snowshoes for anybody that wants to try that activity.
1: And they're available at, rent at the chalet. That's correct. And what else goes on at the chalet?
7: At the chalet, uh, we have of course the warming house area, so you can watch your kiddos sled if you'd like too. Mm -hmm. It's a warm place for uh, folks to hang out, to grab a cup of coffee, uh, maybe a cookie. We've got, of course, hot dogs, nachos, uh, Coca-Cola products. So a variety of refreshments Mm -hmm. if mom and dad want to stay inside or if they want to take a break from the sled hill or the other activities.
1: And the chalet is open to the public during regular hours. Is it Correct. available for rentals outside of regular hours? It is
7: Monday through Thursday. We do offer something new this year. Um, it's a what we call a non-season uh, rental. So if you've mm-hmm. got a warming, if you've got a party that you'd like to use the chalet for, uh, we can accommodate that. And then in some instances, we can also accommodate folks who'd like to do more of a winter fun package. So if you'd actually like exclusive use of that area with um, toboggans, um, sledding, skiing skating all of that we can make that happen they just need to call our office
1: now you have a a new wrinkle or two this year tell us about the uh Midwinter Chill. Yes,
7: yeah, so that's something new that we're starting um, this year. It's going to be on Saturday the 26th. So unfortunately, it's going to conflict with the firefighters ball. But um, it's from 3 to 6, and it's going to be at City Forest. So we're going to have cardboard sled races. So folks will be able to make their own sleds. We're going to work with the Midland Recyclers mm-hmm. on getting cardboard in. It can only use cardboard. can only use duct tape. And we've got a few different divisions for that, of, along with a, like a best dress, which is a, a prettiest sled, if you will. And then the School Spirit Award, which is who's got the most spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have uh, somebody strumming some tunes by the fire with some free smores. and I actually have somebody I just secured to do some ice carving on huh. site. So something small for the family to do, but just to get them out to kind of enjoy the winter months.
1: And the schleigh will be open. The schleigh will be open. Now, when's the annual Snow Sculpture Contest? That's held in conjunction with the Midland Public Schools.
7: Yes, that will be on February 8th. That's a Friday. And um, as always, we're looking forward to the high school and middle school kiddos coming out and uh, making some really cool sculptures for us in the parking lot at City
1: Forest. And that's snow sculptures, not ice sculptures. It's right?
7: snow sculptures, if, that's correct.
1: If you're a little short on snow from Mother Nature, do you bring snow in? We
7: do. We actually make um, make our own there, so we'll, we'll try to truck it up the hill and, and help them out as much as we can.
1: Now, most of these activities we talked about, they're dependent on the weather and the snow conditions. So yes. is there a way that someone can find out what's going on and when and if, what the hours yes, are? Yes,
7: we, we absolutely recommend that folks call what we call a rain outline, line, which is an mm-hmm. inclement weather hotline. And that is uh, 989-399-0506. And that is an up-to-date weather service so that We let people know what um, different activity areas are in use and what Mm. are canceled. And as always, they can call our office as well. But on the weekends, our office is closed, so they'd have to call the Chalet at 835-7011.
1: And you also have a website which would have that information? Absolutely. Which is?
7: Is cityofmidlandmi.gov forward slash cityforest.
1: Well, Marcy, thank you for joining us and telling us about the opportunities at the City Forest this winter. Thank you. Appreciate it. We're glad that you joined us for the January installment of Community Focus. We've learned about some useful, informative, and educational activities that we can all look forward to in Midland in the coming weeks. The Community focused program is just one of many activities of the Friends of MCTV, activities that continually support and promote our local cable access television station. If you'd like to join the Friends of MCTV or learn more about our organization, you can like us on Facebook, email us at friendsofmctv at gmail.com, or call or visit the MCTV studio in the Grace A. Dow Memorial Library. And remember, if your club or nonprofit organization would like to join us at this table in the months to come, you can find our application online at MCTV section of the city website, or you can visit MCTV in person to submit an application. We'd love to have you be a part of Community Focus.
0: MCTV.